and welcome to Little Readers Podcast, dedicated to literacy, listening skills, comprehension, and a love of reading. This episode is dedicated to Mason. The title of our story is Lion Lessons, written and illustrated by John Aggie in 2016 and published by Dial Books for Young Readers. This story is written from the main character's point of view. It's as if the main character is speaking directly to you. The main character is a little boy with no name, which means that it can be anyone. And the pictures do add a great deal of detail to the story, so I will include descriptions when they are necessary, since you are just listening. That is why I strongly recommend that you go to your public library to get this book or wherever you purchase books, because the pictures are awesome. The story opens with a boy walking down a street in a small town. The signs on the storefronts tell what each business does. There are signs that announce violin lessons, piano lessons, knitting lessons, yoga and karate classes, and baking classes, just to name a few. Well, the boy walked into the doorway under a sign that said, Lion Lessons, Seven Easy Steps. Yes, he was going for his first lesson to get a lion diploma. The boy said, You know, it's not easy getting your lion diploma. I know, because I took lessons. Well, in the dressing room, he found a closet full of different sized lion costumes, and before he could begin his lessons, he had to be properly fitted for his lion costume. When he was finally suited up, he proceeded to meet his lion coach. The boy walked into the coach's office. It was impressive. There were certificates hung on the wall that read Harvard School of Claw, Society of Big Cats, and another that said a Purple Pounce Award. The boy said, My coach is a pro. The coach said to the boy, There are seven steps to becoming a lion, but first we must stretch. So together they stretched. First, we did the upward lion stretch, the downward lion stretch, followed by the upside down lion. That was just like standing on your head. Then we did the rolling lion, very similar to a somersault, and the flying lion, and we finally shook our manes. Alas, the instructions could begin. Step one was looking fierce. Watch me, said the coach. First you bury your claws, then you gnash your teeth, and then show your fangs. I tried out my three most frightening poses. The lion was not impressed. 
Step two was roaring. The lion said, it's simple. Take a deep breath and roar as loud as you can into the microphone. Now this was serious. The lion had a professional recording machine with a sound meter hooked up to the microphone. I took a deep breath and roared as loud as I could. The lion just remarked, Needs work. The gauge on the sound meter only registered between quietly and noisy, not loud like I needed it to be. Step three was choosing what to eat. You know, a proper diet for a lion is very important. The coach read the preferred menu. It included muskrat, wombats, organic iguana, all-you-can-eat antelope, grass-fed new, sloth, or prairie-raised anteater, and wild warthog. Whoa, whoa, I asked. Are there any specials? You know, like spaghetti? The lion growled. Lions don't eat spaghetti. So we went on to step four. Step four was prowling around. We crept through the woods, trying to be invisible. We hid in the bushes. The coach exclaimed, I can see your tail. We hid behind trees. Your tail, I can still see it, said the coach. We moved on to step five, which was sprinting. The coach said, Do you see that tree? I looked around. Do you mean the little one here? No, said the coach. The big one on that faraway hill. I'll meet you there in five minutes. Well, it was about a mile away. Anyway, it took me an hour. When I got there, the coach just said, You need to hit the gym. The sixth step was pouncing. It's simple, said the coach. You get a running start and then you jump on that lady. But I'll scare her to death. Uh, that's the idea, said the lion. So I got a running start and I pounced. Well, the lady must have heard me coming because she turned around and caught me in her arms. She said, What a cute little kitty cat. Are you lost? I just said, meow, and jumped out of her arms. The lion checked my scores. He said, this is not very promising. And I frowned, but went on to the next step. Step seven was looking out for your friends. The coach and I looked through binoculars, scanning for friends and foes. Foes is just another word for enemies. 
Right away, I spotted a kitten. The lion asked me, friend or foe? That's easy, I said. Friend. The lion coach asked, well, what about that dog? I let out a ferocious roar, surprising my coach. I bared my claws, gnashed my teeth, pawed the ground, shook my mane, and then I sprinted across the field as fast as I could and pounced on that dog, exactly like a, well, you know, a lion. Bravo, bravo, said the lion coach. And that is how I got my diploma. I'm very proud of it. But now the neighborhood cats won't leave me alone. The end. Now, boys and girls, what can we learn from this story? Yes, it is a little strange to think of actually taking lion lessons. But the author really wants us to focus on following through after we make decisions to do something. Whatever you choose to learn by taking lessons, whether it is karate, yoga, piano, or baking lessons, know that it will take determination, practice, and courage to move ahead through each step doing your best. Did you notice that the boy did not get discouraged as he attempted each step. He continued on, and when the time came to save that kitten, the boy proved that he did have the courage and determination to protect his friends. Perhaps that's why the author chose the lion for this story, because, as you know, lions are known for their courage. They aren't afraid of anything. Well, I hope you enjoyed Lion Lessons by John Aggie today. Remember, you can get this book at your local library or wherever you buy books. Thanks for joining me today. This is Miss Joan signing off. Until next time, have a great day with many friends.